New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support. Hello, I'm Justine Willis-Toms. Today, I'm hosting Diana Percy. She leads a project called The New Elders and is author of the forthcoming book, Becoming an Elder, Practicing the Wisdom Arts. She resides in Melbourne, Australia. Diana, welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. Thank you, Justine. I'm delighted to be here. We're delighted that you're able to stop off in Northern California on your way back home to Australia. And I'd like to ask you, as you talk about elderhood, and as we move from midlife to elderhood, you advise us to reevaluate what has meaning and purpose, that that meaning and purpose might change as Mm. we grow older. And you advise us to look more closely at what matters to us. And Mm. why is that important to reevaluate? One of the reasons is that being in the third stage of life, we realize that there isn't that much time left. That's one of the frontiers that we face, that time is running out. And so that can be a positive thing. It isn't something that need make us anxious. It can actually be a motivating thing to look at, okay, so what really matters? What is really important for me? And to think and contemplate that closely and really investigate it and work it through. So I do this quite a lot for myself. And of course, I'll just use myself as an example. Please. Of course, my family really matters to me. My grandchildren really matter to me. My friends really matter to me with all their weird and wonderful ways. But having just recently lost my husband just last year, I was very in touch with the notion of um, non-permanence and how everything in life is transitory and we need to keep moving on. We can't hang on to things. We have to be able to let go. And given that, I thought deeply and long about what really matters. And three things stood out for me as clear as a bell. The first is perfect your love. Perfect your love. And that notion was inspired by the Buddhist teacher, Jack Cornfield. And it was a line in one of his books. He was talking about the Dharma. And rather than perfect yourself, he was saying, perfect your love. And it stood out for me at the time because I'm somebody who spends a lot of time perfecting my work and perfecting the way I deliver things. And really being perfect is an impossible task. We all know that intellectually. And so when I I read that and I thought, instead of trying to deliver a perfect presentation, I'm going to perfect my love for the people that I'm delivering it to. And it just flipped everything and changed it. It changed the whole focus. Changed the whole focus straight away. So that is something that's very important. And the discovery was that to shift to perfect your love is to shift beyond the self. And it's a step towards self-transcendence. So that was one thing. The second thing that stood out for me as being really important was courage. 
courage is often mentioned as something that, you know, we should aspire to. But what is it really? And it's more than responding to just a risky situation, which is something more like valour. Courage is a long cultivated internal resource and it goes deep to the core of who we are. And the root of the word is from the old French core, meaning heart. And it's connected to the spirit and taking heart, no matter what your state of mind. So courage is when your heart takes the lead and your mind cooperates with that in some way. Let's just flesh out that yeah. courage a little bit more. Yeah. That's a very active sort of thing, isn't it? It's like saying, oh, I have a gift to give and to have the courage to actually give it. Yes. It's not like something you have or you don't have. You take courage. You take it from within yourself. And I can think of forward. my own example and when my own partner died in 2013. Yes. And I had to reevaluate, okay, what truly matters to me yes. and what do I want to do? And I found that continuing the work of New Dimensions really became my focus and my purpose yeah. my, to contribute. And then it took courage, though, yeah. to forge ahead without Michael Wright. I mean, we were together doing our work for 40 years, mm -hmm. you know, not only married, but also doing our work together, so 24 hours a day. So I really can relate to that. It took some courage to move ahead. And then I found that I discovered some gifts that I wasn't aware. He was aware of them and always encouraged me, but I didn't know to give them yeah. until after he was no longer there. Yes. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I think many people do lose someone close to them during this time, and they do need to find some courage to move forward and not either become the victim thinking, oh, I won't be able to cope with this, it's too much, but find that courage and say, yes, of course I can cope with it. I will be able to cope with this. You know, for me, as I was going through some old journals of mine, mm. I found this piece of paper just folded up, and I opened it up and I looked at it, and it was something that I had written in the summer of 2013, after Michael had passed. And it was all of the worries and my fears and what I had to face. Mm -hmm. I even listed these things, you know, one, two, three, and they were very specific. And as I looked at that, I typed them out on my computer and I put a check mark by almost every single one that I had jumped over that hurdle. I had figured it out. I found a pathway, and it was no longer a fear. And it was so beautiful. I just felt like it was almost an encouragement from Michael himself mm. <laughs> to find that piece of paper and to find that we can go on and we can contribute, and there's still much life to be lived. Absolutely. And it does help if you can get some support with this you know, Absolutely. from the community or from somebody around. It's not always possible. Sometimes you have to get it from yourself, but you can do it. And the thing is to work out what really matters and never give up on that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then I know that you have another item that you really encourage us to have hope. 
Is yes, that piece that's of that? the third one. So without hope, life is black, it's gloomy, and we, we've all experienced it. We know what it's like. It is terrible. But as human beings, even in the lowest situation that you can imagine or that we've ever been in, we can generate hope. Human beings can generate hope. And Viktor Frankl showed us this in his observations of the concentration camp prisoners. Those who survived the gas chambers, it was the ones who kept alive their hope, who made it through. I have witnessed that in people. I've witnessed it in myself. I witnessed it in my husband's hope glimmering in the last weeks before he was dying. I've seen it in, in many people. So the discovery with that was that we all have hope as a transformational gift. And as human beings, we can take a ray of hope and turn it into a full-blown sunrise. How beautiful. Yeah. I can think of a quote that Michael often used. He added to a quote from someone else, but it's, hope is believing in spite of the evidence. Yes. What he added to that is, and working to change the evidence. Mm. So it's not a passive sort of hope. It's an active thing. Yes. There is action that follows. So when you hope, you're actually stepping forward or seeing that sunrise filling with light and feeling it and being a part of it. Yes. So when I've got those three qualities in my life, which is perfect your love, courage and hope, then my life is rich, it's colourful, it flows. Life isn't always like that. But, you know, I feel in a place of well-being. I feel that life is working for me and it's good. The thing is to remember to manifest hope, courage and perfect your love. And that's another matter because I do get amnesia about these things as everybody does. <laughs> you know, when we're caught up in something dramatic that takes our attention away, we get distracted and we forget we forget, oh, yes, I can generate hope. Or, yes, I need to find my courage. I need to generate my courage right now. Or, yes, it's about perfecting my love right now. So that's the trick. That's the trick. We need to find a way to remind ourselves about it. That's so beautiful. I really feel that it's kind of calling us back to our home base, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So it might even be helpful to have some sort of symbol in your house, near your meditation chair or something, or mm -hmm. attach it to, let's say, a tree just right outside your door that you can touch. I know when I walk out of my door, there's a particular tree there, and I often put my hand on the tree and send it love and feel its love back to me and grounding me as I set out into the day. So we can use symbols to help remind us. Yes. Symbols and little ceremonies and words. You know, the words that we say to ourselves in our mind or the way that we speak to others are so important. They're so powerful. They carry a power and we need to be aware of that because that goes straight into our subconscious mind. So that self-talk is to notice that it is filled with perfecting love, courage, and hope that we're speaking to ourselves. Yes, absolutely. And the more that we use the powerful words around that, 
the more that we're going to be cultivating it, the more they'll be part of our experience, rather than using negative words. We need to notice when we're using negative words and stop it. <laughs> right. Stop. Right. <laughs> and replace it with some powerful words like yes. hope. Yes. And courage. courage. Love. Yes. Diana, I want to thank you so much for being part of the New Dimensions Cafe today. Thank you, Justine. It's been just wonderful. I've enjoyed it. I have too. I've been speaking with Diana Percy, and she is the creator of the New Elders Project and the forthcoming book, Becoming an Elder, Practicing the Wisdom Arts. If you want to know more about her work, you can go to her website, dipercy.com, or you can get there through the New Dimensions website, newdimensions.org. I'm Justine Willis-Toms. I want to thank you for joining us on the New Dimensions Cafe, and I invite you, please do join us again. You've been listening to the New Dimensions Cafe. This series of shorter interviews features many of the remarkable guests also featured on our internationally syndicated one-hour New Dimensions radio series. To access more than a 1,000 hours of programs, to subscribe to our newsletters, or to become a member, please visit us at newdimensions.org. New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You, too, can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support.